0: evening our top story tonight Sam Howell has struggled today in OTAs throwing multiple interceptions despite having most of the first team reps if not all the first team reps that was the early report on the other hand we have Deshaun Watson who has looked better than ever today in his Cleveland Browns uniform and we've got some other updates mandatory mini camps are kicking off across the NFL and we have updates on that teams that are still in OTAs, and more on Player Profiler today. So, yes, to start things off, well, actually, even before we get to Sam Howell, we have some news. We have some great news here at Player Profiler. I keep telling you we're building something special. And it feels as though every week we have something new and something special to announce this time. Today, we've got two announcements. Number one, Dynasty strategy options is now a thing. You can set our Dynasty rankings on playerprofiler.com with the Dynasty Deluxe package. You can set your lineup however you want the rankings to show up. If you want them to just be neutral, that's okay. But if you are a win now team, you can now see... How we rank players based on a win now approach. You can see how we rank players based on a rebuilding approach. Player profiler just adding something that is unlike anything else in the dynasty space. Truly, truly unbelievable. And we're not done. That's not our only announcement of the day. We also are pleased to welcome first and 15 as a programming partner here at playerprofiler.com. They will be running their show on YouTube as well. Two-time FFPC champ, Abib Abitoba, is one of the hosts. Phenomenal. Phenomenal show. You have to check it out. Promise. Once you see it, once you check out 1st and 15, you'll be wondering, why have I not heard of them before? Why have I not watched this before? This is now a fiction. And that's just something that seems to keep happening with Player Profiler. You know, every time we add a new show, every time we add a new host, it becomes part of your routine because the podfather, Matt Kelly, and Theo Greminger, the head of content, and Billy Muzio, the director of operations. They are just some of not just the brightest minds in fantasy football, but some of the brightest content minds that we have here in not just fantasy football again, but the entire football industry. So it is my honor to get to work with First and Fifteen. I am so excited and just continue To keep an eye out for all of the amazing goings-ons, going, goings-ons, going-ons, whatever you want to call it. I actually don't know what the proper term is. Everything that is happening at Player Profiler, it is amazing. So make sure you continue to follow along.
1: Now, I know many of you are looking for a secret weapon for your Dynasty League, and I have it. It's called the Dynasty Dominator app. You go to the App Store, go to Google Play, it's right there. It's $5 to download, and then every year it's $5 to load the next incoming class of rookies. You can add Superflex, add Titan Premium. It's incredible because it allows you to look up players. It allows you to vote on whether a player is a buy, hold, or sell, and then see the market sentiment on that player. And you can compare their lifetime value rating from Player Profiler to their Dynasty ADP at the FFPC, all in the price lookup tool And beyond that, we have a trade analyzer. So you'll never lose another dynasty trade again. And in our settings, you can set this is a win now team. This is a rebuilding team. And then we let you compare players. Look at their metrics side by side. Prospect metrics, NFL metrics. It's all there. It's five bucks in the app store. There's some add-ons for Superflex and to buy the upcoming rookie class. Every year, you're going to spend $5 on this thing. And it's going to be well worth it. Uh, and speaking of dynasty
0: football, Sam Howell, I wonder how his stock is going to rise and fall throughout the offseason and throughout the regular season. Because Sam Howell has been taking all of the first team reps before today. I'm not totally sure how it shook out rep wise today, but the report was, yes, Sam Howell is taking all the first team reps, but this is still a competition. He's still got to work at watch out for Jacoby Brissett, And maybe he's got to watch out a little bit harder for Jacoby Brissett. Because Sam Howell threw multiple interceptions today. Now, this isn't always the end of the world. It's not always the be-all, end-all. It's practice. It's May. Sometimes, in these practices especially, quarterbacks are testing their throws just a little bit more, seeing what they can get away with. So, we don't want to overreact to the fact that Sam Howell threw multiple interceptions today. But it's noteworthy. Especially with Ron Rivera reminding us that it is still a competition. That Jacoby Brissett is still lurking there. So we don't know how long Sam Howell will be the starter for. I truly believe he will be the starter week one. And as long as he plays well, he'll keep that job. But things can change just like that. Just like Chase Young. Their edge rusher. They're looking to find out how healthy he is if he is 100%. According to Chase Young. He is. He says he feels great, better than he ever has, much better than last year following the ACL surgery. But report comes out as well that the Washington Commanders are open to offers on Chase Young trading the former second overall pick. So just another development to watch out for if someone makes a trade for Chase Young. And speaking of trades, the quarterback that the Browns traded for last year that I was not a fan of, I am still not a fan of, and will never be a fan of, of the Cleveland Browns and Deshaun Watson. But I have to be honest as a journalist. And as a journalist, I am hearing today that Deshaun Watson had his best practice ever as a Cleveland Brown, that he was slinging it all over the field, that he loves Cedric Tillman, loves Donovan Peoples-Jones. And so if you haven't been counting Cedric Tillman, Donovan Peoples-Jones, we also know that he loves Elijah Moore, and they're going to feature Elijah Moore a whole bunch in this offense. There's still Amari Cooper there. David Njoku still exists. So really, like always, let's not overreact to the OTA hype, especially on rookies. But it's a good sign that Cedric Tillman is balling out early. He's still going to be the wide receiver four to start the year, maybe to end the year as well. But come 2024, Donovan Peoples-Jones, he's a free agent. Cedric Tillman will step in as that ex-receiver Unless they somehow land DeAndre Hopkins. But we'll keep an update on that. Speaking of the Browns, two Cleveland Browns were robbed at gunpoint last night. Greg Newsom was robbed for his vehicle. I'm not sure what was taken from Perry and Winfrey. But just an awful situation. I hope that they seek counseling for such a traumatic incident. I imagine the Cleveland Browns will have a very supportive staff there to help them get through this incident because that is just absolutely awful. And Dimitri Felton also had his car stolen and an unnamed player was robbed of his car and jewelry. That could have been Perry and Winfrey actually, because Winfrey wasn't initially announced, but either way, just awful. So thoughts are with the players of Cleveland. I hope that this stops happening and we can just focus on football here in Cleveland. As for the Miami Dolphins, they are also underway in mandatory mini camp Everyone is there except for center Connor Williams. And this is an unexcused absence. It appears as though Connor Williams is holding out, which is unadvisable. It is a bad idea to hold out in today's NFL. You're going to be fined t- too much that it's not going to be worth it. So I hope for Connor Williams' sake, you know, this is just a day or two that he is skipping in protest because most of the the time it's not worth the team's just going to find you you have to show up and it doesn't end up working out when you do end up getting the raise. so i hope connor williams the center for the dolphins former guard for the cowboys gets a pay raise gets a long-term extension but eh, don't love this decision as much as i support the idea of players holding out i support players exercising their power whatever that power may be to get a new deal and to get their bag in today's NFL holding out. Isn't really something that's in your power because it ends up costing you more than it's worth. So I don't love it. Hopefully Connor Williams returns soon for his own sake. I'm not on the Dolphins' side, always on the player side, always rooting for every player to get the most money possible. This is just thanks to the new CBA. Not how you do it. Titans safety. Kevin Byard is one of those players that isn't holding out. Kevin Byard returned for mandatory minicamp. He wasn't showing up at OTAs Titans had asked him to take a pay cut. He said, no sounded as though they might cut Kevin Bayard. They haven't yet. And the only actual players that can hold out right now, we've talked about are the players that are on the franchise tag, like Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs is not at Raiders mandatory minicamp today because he is not under contract. He has not signed his franchise tag, which means he can't play. He can't practice. He can't be there. He'll sign it eventually because the Raiders aren't going to give him a long-term deal, but why show up early if you don't have to? If you're Josh Jacobs, he missed a lot of time last year in minicamp too, with injuries. Didn't really seem to bother him, so I'm not worried about Josh Jacobs. Raiders don't want us to be worried about Jimmy G, who is not practicing today. He was at mandatory minicamp, just not practicing. Instead, we got Brian Hoyer, Chase Garbers, and Aiden O'Connell. Raiders better hope that Jimmy G is ready for training camp. I and mean, he's expected to be. That's what they're telling us. But, who? they'll have to sign Teddy Bridgewater or Carson Wentz, if not, right? Like, that's got to be the solution. Because there's no way you're trotting out Brian Hoyer, who will either get injured or benched after two to three games. Then you have to trot out Chase Garbers and Aiden O'Connell. This is not happening. So, who? I just hope the Raiders get Jimmy G. I do not want to see Brian Hoyer on a football field. We're also seeing mandatory minicamp from the Cowboys, the Lions, the 49ers, not really any updates from them. The Seahawks, they are in mandatory minicamp. We don't really have any updates from them right now, other than the fact that they will be wearing their throwback blue jerseys from the nineties versus the Browns on October 29th. That's going to be a fun Jersey. Love that Jersey from the Seahawks. Seahawks just have always had great jerseys. I guess they had that. The Beast Quake wasn't a great jersey, but Seahawks have had a lot of good jerseys. Finally, mandatory minicamp update. No mandatory minicamp from the Jets. Jets are still in OTAs this week. Next week, they've canceled mandatory minicamp. They report early to training camp because they play in the Hall of Fame game. So they will report earlier than 30 NFL teams. And so the Jets are saying, well, we're going to be back earlier and get more work than every other team. Why not give the guys just a little bit more vacation? They have earned it. And so Jets won't be practicing next week during mandatory minicamp. Aaron Rodgers is still limited with the calf and calf injury anyways. So I think overall, this is a good decision by the New York Jets. And speaking of good decisions, rival fantasy is always a good decision. Podfather, take it away.
1: Oh, baseball season's heating up. It's all about baseball right now. eh, Baseball, baseball. Yeah, baseball is the most exploitable of the sports, especially on Rival Fantasy. RivalFantasy.com. Go there now. They have the fantasy book where you can take over under a certain number of fantasy points, and they have challenges. where you can take player X or player Y. I get great pleasure out of fading Mike Trout into oblivion. And then don't forget about fantasy bingo, where you can say, okay, I think is going to steal a base today. I think that Freddie Freeman's going to have two hits based on the matchup. The lefty-righty and the pitcher-quality matchups that you could exploit are unlike any other sport. Go to rivalfantasy.com. Use the promo code player. They refund any losses up to 50 bucks and they are a great supporter of player profiler. Everything we do this show in particular is only possible because of rival RivalFantasy.com. The promo code is player.
0: Sign up with rival fantasy today. We love our friends over at rival and we love that. Damar Hamlin is practicing in full today for the Buffalo bills at OTAs that just a phenomenal story warms your heart. Happy to see DeMar Hamlin taking the field once again. That is just what else is there to say other than this is just makes me happy. It really does. DeMar Hamlin wanted to play football again. was always hopeful that he would be able to get back to it. So awesome. Just, just awesome. And. Also awesome that Michael Thomas is practicing now for the New Orleans Saints. He expects to be full speed, full go, 100% at camp like he always has been. And Thomas believes that it's a big three in New Orleans. He's not hyping up himself the way he used to, that he was the one, he is the only, he is the alpha, he is Michael Thomas, he is can't guard Mike. No, Michael Thomas appears to have humbled himself a little bit. He is playing more of a leadership role and believes that it's a big three now of himself, of Chris Alave and Rashid Shaheed. And then everyone else is going to compete as well. But those are the big three. And we agree here at Player Profiler. We are fans of Rashid Shaheed and his game breaking ability. Don't love to hear that A.T. Perry is struggling in contested catch situations early in camp, but plenty of time to turn that around. We also have updates that Darren Waller, it would be absolutely shocking if Darren Waller is not the target leader for the New York Jets. Speaking of target leaders, Cooper Cup is back at practice for the first time in 2023. Love to see that he's working out. He is getting healthy, coming off the high ankle sprain and Debo Samuel, Debo Samuel says he is going to have a great 2023. And that 2022 was awful in every aspect, that Debo Samuel will never, ever put film on tape like he did in 2022. He said he was slow, he was sluggish, watched tape with Kyle Shanahan and was disgusted with himself. Debo Samuel striving for bigger and better things in 2023, as is Jalen Tolbert. Jalen Tolbert is ready to get back to the dude that he was coming out of South Alabama. Rough rookie year, said he struggled learning the three different positions at wide receiver, but now it's all kind of clicked. And this is something that happens with rookies all of the time. It all of a sudden just clicks. Miles Sanders happened with him. Josh Jacobs happened with him. J.K. Dobbins happened with him. Javante Williams happened with him. So many running backs. Brees Hall happened quicker than a lot of running backs. Jonathan Taylor. It even took time for Jonathan Taylor to click. So Jalen Tolbert He's not going to be one of the starting three wide receivers, but he very well could end up as that wide receiver four behind Michael Gallup, Brandon Cooks, and CD Lamb. We also have an update from the Broncos. They are not expected to trade for Dalvin Cook. I don't think anyone ever expected them to. That would have be been weird considering the lack of draft capital that the Broncos have forever, thanks to the Russell Wilson trade. But that's just news of the day. Dalvin Cook, not to the Broncos. But. It doesn't, didn't it? that they're not expected to trade for him. Not that they couldn't sign Dalvin Cook, which, okay, wouldn't expect that to be the landing spot. But hey, maybe, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with Zeke either, but Stephen Jones seemed to imply that he does. He says that Zeke is going to sign probably just before training camp, right around training camp. And if the GM, de facto GM, whatever his actual title for the Cowboys is, son of the owner, Stephen Jones is saying, yeah, I expect Zeke to be back in training camp-ish. That means he's been talking to Zeke, and that probably means that Zeke is going to be a cowboy, which is honestly a great thing for Tony Pollard because
1: he's so much
0: better than, than Zeke. Zeke is going to be in a much reduced role, and Tony Pollard to the moon. Actually, I lied. The best thing that can happen to Tony Pollard is they don't actually sign anyone that they roll in with Malik Davis and Ronald Jones. But that's probably not going to happen and shouldn't happen. But crazier things have happened in the NFL. Some rookie updates for you. Jordan Addison is still not practicing from whatever minor injury that he has. And Zay Flowers is now not practicing either. He suffered a tweak. Again, don't know what the injury is, what muscle he tweaked, what the these coaches, I tell you, if they don't have to give you information, they just won't. John Harbaugh, especially. Kevin O'Connell, he's up there too, but they don't have to tell you, they won't. So something's going on with Jordan Addison, Zay Flowers. We don't know what. We don't know how serious. We'll let you know when we know. And we'll let you know what happens with J.K. Dobbins. He is not expected to get a contract before the end of the offseason. He is going to play through 2023. Hopes to re-sign with the Baltimore Ravens, but We'll see next year when a free agency hits. Sounds as though the Colts are taking a similar stance with Jonathan Taylor, that he is going to have to play out the season before he gets a contract extension, if he gets a contract extension. As for the Packers, the Green Bay Packers, Jaden Reed, we've talked about how much he's playing in the slot. Now Jaden Reed is starting to play a little bit outside, mixing and matching. And that tells me Romeo Dobbs is done for and he's getting some hype from the head coaching staff, and the offense coordinator whatever, but Romeo Dobbs is the wide receiver 3. He is not as good as Jaden Reed. He's definitely not as good as Christian Watson. Definitely not as good as Jaden Reed. So he's the third wide receiver. One of the tight ends, either Luke Musgrave or Tucker Kraft could end up beating out Romeo Dobbs in terms of targets. Aaron Jones probably going to beat out Romeo Dobbs in targets. So he's like the fourth or fifth option. Jaden Reed is that guy. He is going to be starting in two wide receiver sets. Dobbs is going to come on the field in three wide receiver sets, but he's not going to be a full-time player. Chayden Reed is, and so is Christian Watson, of course. Kayshawn Butte, probably not going to be a full-time player, and he got chewed out today by Bill O'Brien. And again, it's early. This is what happens, especially with a fiery coach like Bill O'Brien. He gets in people's faces, and oftentimes, when you have a coach that gets in people's faces and fiery like that and singles out players, it's because they know they can do better. They have high expectations and oftentimes they care more for the players that they are yelling at. So not necessarily a bad thing that Kayshawn Boutte is getting chewed out by Bill O'Brien, but it's a sign early that Kayshawn Boutte still has a long way to go. Not so long a way to go for the Houston Texans. Davis Mills and CJ Stroud, they're still splitting first team reps, but CJ Stroud looking a lot better than Davis Mills is. And Xavier Hutchinson is a riser. We've talked about it in the past. Talk about it again today. Xavier Hutchinson catch of camp today. Xavier Hutchinson. I will not be surprised in the slightest if Xavier Hutchinson ends up being a starter for the Houston Texans at some point this season in the slot outside. Doesn't matter. Xavier Hutchinson can play all three wide receiver positions and be damn good at it. Probably. Probably the potential to be the best wide receiver on the team. He could easily be better than Robert Woods, easily be better than Nico Collins, Tank Dell, John Mechie, all these guys. Mario Rodgers is already better than. Him. Love Xavier Hutchinson. Very excited about Xavier Hutchinson. That will bring us to some final news updates across the NFL. Isaiah Rodgers has admitted to gambling, or essentially admitted, said that he has made some mistakes, some poor decisions. We wish Isaiah Rogers the best in what is to come. We're expecting more than a year suspension because for all of the not betting on not your own team, we've seen a year suspension. So if he was betting on his own team, we expect the penalty to be harsher, which is unfortunate. I wish Isaiah Rogers all of the best in his recovery and his return to the field. But it sounds as though the NFL is going to be unveiling multiple suspensions. We've got more suspensions coming for more players. Rough, truly rough. You hate to see it. You hope that it doesn't happen. You hope that it is all minor infractions, a six game suspension like Jamison Williams, but either way, just rough, just real rough. So yeah, I don't, I don't have much more to say. I hope everyone that is in need help, need of help with their gambling issues are able to find the help that they need. And it just, it sucks. It's a sucky story. doesn't make me happy. I hope, I I hope we can move past this. I hope that there aren't too many suspensions and, you know. Anyways, we have an update on Skip Bayless and Undisputed Shannon Sharp. We know he's leaving. We've heard LaShawn McCoy emerge as a potential replacement for Shannon Sharp. And I'd be all right with that. If LaShawn McCoy is going to spoil everything Avengers Endgame. Don't worry, he didn't spoil it for me. I had already seen it. But if he's going to tweet out spoilers for Avengers Endgame, I'm fine if he gets sentenced to hang out with Skip Bayless. As for Nick Wright, no. He doesn't deserve to hang out with Skip Bayless. I've heard a lot of people, oh, well, how can you say he doesn't deserve it? He's almost as bad as Skip. He, he, he's so angry and whiny and he's wrong on so many stuff. I don't care about that. Lots of different talking heads are wrong. Lots of different talking heads are put in positions to talk about Players in sports that they shouldn't be. They make mistakes, but Nick Wright is a good person and Skip Bayless is not. And so he just doesn't deserve that sentence. So I just, I just wish that Skip Bayless would go away. Makes people dumber, not entertaining, just awful. Final piece of news, Marshawn Lynch is set to star in a comedy called Bottoms. It is the story of two unpopular queer high school students that start a fight club attempting to lose it before graduation. People are obviously freaking out because that's what people do in these situations. But if you liked American Pie and you liked Super Bad, and you're mad about Bottoms, then you're a hypocrite and I don't care about your opinion.